Blog Talk Radio. They said you wouldn't make it so far. And ever since they said it, it's been hard. But never mind the night you had to cry. Because you had never let it go inside. You worked too hard. You know exactly what you want and need. So believe. And you can never give up. Welcome. You are listening to Get Into It with Tina Conroy. I am your host on Blog Talk Radio. Our phone lines will be open probably a little before the second half of the show, and that number is 516-387-1936. I also have already taken some questions personally and on my Facebook message, and the chat room at Blog Talk Radio is open. So to do that, Go to the chat room on Blog Talk Radio, sign in, and you can leave your messages there. And, of course, we can leave you anonymous. You can just let us know that or use your first name or your initials. So, hello, everyone, and welcome. Today is April 1st. I am so happy it is April 1st because March has been a very, very, very long month. I actually said to my husband the other day, how many days are in March? And then we realized there is 31 days in March. So, here we are, April 1st. And yes, April Fool's Day. So I did some historical research on April Fool's Day. I always thought this was a fun day. And it's always around some very special birthdays in my life. Um, My mother's birthday is tomorrow. Tina Marie's birthday, who will be my guest on the show, is Friday. And it was also my grandfather's birthday on Friday. So I say hello to heaven to my grandfather. And so really great special people in my life right around this time of the year. Also a very holy time of the year and very holy week, which we'll be talking about. But I wanted to kind of focus a little bit just on April Fool's Day, because I think it's a fun day and get some historical data on it. So April Fool's Day is also called All Fool's Day. And it's celebrated every year on the first day of April, as we know. And it's really about fun, practical jokes, hoaxes on each other. The jokes and the victims are known as April Fool's. And it dates way back, they say, to 1392, so there's some written recorded association in foolishness from the Canterbury Tales. So I looked up some other areas and other places, countries, and what they do on April Fool's. And I thought it was pretty interesting because it's just a fun fact. In the United Kingdom, an April Fool joke is revealed by shouting April Fool at the recipient who becomes the April Fool. A person plays a joke after midday and plays a fool on themselves. It's also in Scotland, was traditionally called Hunting Guac Day. Although this name has fallen into disuse, the name is a corruption of Hunt the Guac, meaning Scots for a cuckoo or a foolish person. Alternate terms in Gaelic would be another name. The funny part about this is the traditional prank is to ask someone to deliver a sealed message that supposedly requests help of some sort. In fact, the message reads, Dinna laugh, dinna smile. Hunt the gawk another mile. The recipient, upon reading it, will explain he can only help if he first contacts another person and sends the victim to this next person with an identical message with the same result. Interestingly enough, in Ireland, in Ireland it was traditional to entrust the victim with an important letter to be given to a named person. That person would then ask the victim to take it to someone else, and so on. The letter, when finally opened, contained the words, send the fool further. Poland is a full day of jokes. Various hoax are prepared by people and the media, and even public institutions. Serious activities are usually avoided. This conviction is so strong And they do not allow anyone to cooperate unless the information is credible. 
And then another funny little thing on April Fool's Day is called the April Fish. And this is celebrated in Italy, France, Belgium, and French-speaking areas of Switzerland and Canada. April 1st tradition is often known as the April Fish. This includes attempting to attach a paper fish to the victim's back without being noticed. Such fish feature prominently on many late 19th to early 20th century French April Fool's Day postcards. Pretty interesting, I have to say. It really is. So happy April Fool's Day. If you are a pranker, prankster, or you've been pranked, just enjoy it. Just go with it. It's kind of interesting how we're full of humor and laughter and hoaxes today. And then we move into a very, well, I would say more respectful, reverent, religious to so many people, a lot of family. There's a lot of the next couple of days with Passover and a few days before Easter. You have Holy Thursday, Good Friday, all coinciding together. So it's interesting to me how today falls being full of laughter and fun, and then it becomes a little bit more serious. Serious, but obviously fun, family, and a lot of gratitude. And we're going to dive into that a little bit today. On today's episode, we're going to talk about faith, rebirth, and freedom. And we're tying that all together just in all general terms, and then to really connect it with this Holy Week in history. I am so grateful to have my friend, my beautiful friend, Tina Marie Bertoli, on today. And I want to tell you a little bit about her. I could go on and on. Tina Marie Bertoli is an angel therapist, a medium, a licensed spiritual counselor, communicates with your angels and spirit guides to receive divine guidance for all aspects of your life. She channels messages of love from the angelic and ascended master realms, deceased loved ones and pets, a Reiki and IET master teacher, Certified past life and crystal healer. She is also a Kundalini yoga instructor and the host of the Magic Hour on One Two Radio. Tina teaches angelic healing and counseling certification programs all over the world and was awarded the Integrated Energy Therapy Master Teacher of the Year for 2012 and 2013. She can be found doing angel and mediumship readings on OneTwoListen.com as well as teleclasses on One Two Academy. So I am so grateful to bring her magic to us and I'm going to get her on the line. Hi, Tina. Are you there? I am. How are you? <laughs> Thanks so much for having me on. Oh, you're welcome, my friend. I'm so glad to be speaking to you today. I know. I miss seeing you and I know we get to see each other every now and then but this is a really even better excuse to connect and and have everybody listening to join us <laughs> exactly exactly here we are so did you I found that so interesting about April 1st did you know any of those things or was it just me being very historical data minded? <laughs> <laughs> no I actually I'm sitting there going I had no idea I'm you know Sometimes it's funny because it's like, you know, as much as I do all this intuitive work and research and writing, there's so much that I, I don't know. And so when you said that, I'm like, wow, you know, but, you know, I think that makes it fun because then you're, we're always learning and, and being able to share. And, and it's fun. It's fun information, especially April Fool's. I just don't like the pranks personally. Right, right. I know. Can you think of any pranks that that were really I don't know. I can't think of any myself, but I'm thinking, was there any pranks that you can think of that as a child or recently that you could share with anybody? Um, well, you know, my, my parents are big prankers, as is my grandmother, my dad's mom. So if wow. you know, she calls, she calls early enough because she's in Las Vegas. So she would call early enough in New York and just say something like, like either whether my car broke down or, you know, things like that that aren't that bad. I've had, you know, some family members say I'm pregnant and then everybody get excited and then they're not. <laughs> I think that I just, I'm so sensitive that even if it's not done to me, my feelings get hurt. If it's like, you're, you know, <laughs> right. you get all caught up for it. And then, uh, so I don't know if it's, I think the, the, the ones that I don't like though, is when you're using something that, could be something really bad. Like I remember my 
mom had said something about my dad losing his hearing, and he did actually oh. lose it in one oh, one year. No. But I was like, I was like, that's terrible. It's like you know, all right, great. So he can still hear in one ear, but you don't do that on April Fool's. So it's like you know, it's with it. <laughs> within reason, you know? <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. I know, I, I think it's just funny. I, I watch even Facebook now, and it's like a storm is coming, and I'm like, I got so worked up today because if there really was a storm, I, I think I would just lose my mind. Like, oh, I, I'm peanuts so <laughs> right there with you. <laughs> I was like, it has to be a fool. It has to be a prank. It is not happening. The sun is shining, albeit still a little cold, but... You know, it's been a tough well, winter. The, but with the weather we've been having, it's possible that it wasn't an April Fool's. You know what I mean? <laughs> that is very true. Very, very true. Oh, so we're talking a little bit about faith, rebirth, and freedom. And what kind of was thinking about, and, and I know with you being a radio host and you're bringing your magic to us today, so thank you so very much. And I want to give everybody that information later on about how to find you and all the wonderful things you're doing. Um, we have this week coming up, and I always find it fascinating and obviously beautiful that we have Passover and Easter coinciding. And you also have a birthday. Is that right? Uh, <laughs> like, yes. Oh, yeah. so, I know. Happy, a few more days. <laughs> happy birthday. So I always think about this faith and rebirth and freedom. And freedom, religiously, I think about, I celebrate Easter. Um, I think about freedom, obviously, for Passover and the Exodus and, you know, the freedom and liberation. And But then it's all tied together, right? Because then we have our faith, but there's so many people that have faith. And it doesn't matter if you're religious or not. And there could be faith in yourself, faith in spirit, faith in just so many different things, people. Right. Um, and then rebirth, right? So rebirth, you know, automatically I'm very connected to Jesus and the rebirth and the Easter, but there's always rebirth and new beginnings. So, you know, kind of what's your thought on like all of that kind of culminating, like coming together this week and and your your thoughts on it, any any part of it? Yeah, well, I I love it all because it really is the whole spiritual process in general. But when we have seasons and and cycles as we do, and especially with the spring being here, although it may not completely feel like it here in New York, and the summer, you know, it's so symbolic of life, flowers blooming, the, the sun coming out, things being warmer. You know, maybe not everywhere in the world, but there's still that sense of it's a new beginning, you know, we're coming out of, and, and, and energetically, let's just talk about energetically, you know, for so many people, for a few years now, it's been a challenge after challenge. I mean, we've moved from the Piscean age to the Aquarian age, which is a very big shift in consciousness. And even going back to 2012 to now in these few years, there's a shift in humanity that's happening. It, there is an awakening. And so it is on a global level over the past few years, a rebirth, but then particularly this time, we get to see how it's really awakening in our own lives and seeing how we're really leaving the past behind. Uh, time, as I'm sure you can agree, is, is going so fast. It's like, how did, you know, I thought we were just in winter, you know, and boom, like we're, we're in the spring and summer months. But it also means that there is this new life. There is this, we can turn the corner and really leave the past behind and experience a, a whole new us on, on some level. And it's, and I feel like some of the hard times that we have had have all been a very big, big purpose in order to get us to a deeper part of ourselves, to experience that rebirth, to bring in more light. You know, I, I, I was, watching um elizabeth gilbert who wrote eat pray love and i was watching her on um oprah super soul sunday and i loved it because she talked about you know breakdowns and people she's known that have been at their rock bottom and how people say there's always another bottom and then i loved it because she said there's always another layer of light there's always more love there's always another layer of grace and so that's what it, I'm reminded of this time of rebirth, that, yeah, just as much as we have these hard times, that just means there's even more light. That just means there's even more life and love and grace and peace that's just getting us to that deeper part of our soul. 
Right. So that's, I love that. And I love her, too. I love that book. I mean, that book was such an inspiration. Mm. I mean, oh, being yeah. in, you know, even going to India, and I didn't go by myself, but, you know, being there, I couldn't help but think of her and her journey and that rebirth. But I and I have as you were talking, I was thinking about how with our winter being, especially on the East Coast, been so inundated with snow. And I, I feel like I talk about this every week on my show. So I'm sorry, everybody. But it's been it really <laughs> has been tough. Right. Um I guess in some winters, I, I just had this kind of aha as you were talking, that in some winters you dig in deeper. You you kind of go deeper for good and for bad, right? Like you kind of hibernate deeper. Things are happening. You're kind of in your little world. And then it changes from season to season. So maybe last year, I don't remember feeling so dug in the winter. It was not so great. I remember that. But I don't remember being as intensive. And so I feel like as you were talking, it's how this rebirth and that and more light from what she was saying in, on the show is that there are times that you're so dug in deep and then there's still more light. And then the next year it could be, it could change. It's like a, it's a variation. And just knowing that there's light, just knowing, I think that's kind of what brings us to faith. Um, you know, faith for me is so strong and again, it doesn't have to be in, you know, religious terms. I do have that, you know, I believe in God and there's Jesus and Mary and it's my, in my own way. Um, but just faith that the light will come, that things will be okay. I, I have this beautiful saying, and I don't know if I've ever shared this with you. There's this beautiful saying, most people will say, this too shall pass. And I always liked mm-hmm. that. It was good. It worked, right? It worked. But then I yeah. heard a saying, and it says, um, everything is already okay. And I'm going to say it again because it's so powerful to me, and it has helped me in the darkest of moments. It's everything is already okay. I studied a little bit with Stephen Cope from the Cropalo Center, and he wrote that in his book. And that was part of our book in our teacher training, our yoga teacher training back in, gosh, two. 2007. And that little phrase has helped me in my darkest moment because it's already saying everything's already okay. It it just just seems more powerful to me. And that's how I feel faith is. I love that. I love that because it reminds me of the way that I pray, the, my, my background being a spiritual co- counselor at the Agape International Spiritual Center where we're taught year after year of praying from the understanding that all is already well, praying from the belief that abundance is here, that health and wholeness is here. And I know it can be a little difficult if it's appearing differently, but that's just it. There's the appearance of lack. There's the appearance of a difficult time. There's the experience of hardship and struggle. But in the mind of God, the mind of the divine, in the mind of unconditional love, like you're saying, all is well. And, and, and the experience will pass, but what's happening is the experience is the human part of us experiencing something to get back to the wholeness, but to experience more of that love and grace. And so it doesn't under, you know, it doesn't undermine or it doesn't take away from the painful experiences that we have or some of the depths that we go to. But I like how you're saying too, it's still a reminder that thank God we are not our thoughts and we're not our feelings. So even if we're going through some kind of hardship, yes, it is going to pass. And if we could just accept it as an experience that's moving through us, it can really help us just feel it and experience it and then have a greater vision of who we really are uh, in, in, in spirit. And, and so I love that because it's so much of how I work and, you know, how I, I try to remind myself, okay, I'm going through a hard time, but I know that that's not who I am. It's just something, something, it's something I'm moving through. Or as, uh, Mm -hmm. one of my friends always says, life's just happening. (laughs) (laughs) You know? So true. It's so true. I know there must've been so many teachings. I, I, I don't know if you noticed my Facebook a couple of days ago. So Facebook is so interesting to me. There's so much to always be amazed at for good and for bad. Right. And all of a sudden on March 31st, I don't know if you caught this, it popped up, three, you know, out of the blue, it popped up on my timeline that I had seen Michael Beckwith, Reverend Michael Beckwith. And it said, 
I woke up in the morning and it said, three years ago today, this is where you were. And I, I had taken a picture with him. He had come to New York and I went to see him speak. And um, it was so interesting to me because, well, one, it just reminded me that was three years ago. Um, but I've only been in his presence once. And I know you've had the beautiful gratefulness of being in his presence many more times than that and, and really working <laughs> with him. But it's always amazed me because he, you know, he comes from a really a place of joy and that high vibration. And I, and I just love everything about him. But when you say that, it's so interesting because it's like we already have it, right? It's that present moment. Is that sort of? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is kind of, well, not is kind of, that that is basic, basically the principle. Uh, it reminds me also of the same principle of A Course in Miracles, that it, there's always just love or fear. And, uh, you know, if it's, if it's not, if you're not in the vibration of love, even if it's anything else, it's still fear. There's really just those two, and it is duality. But that's the whole purpose of affirmative prayer and the way Michael Beckwith teaches is, you know, we can fall out of alignment with love, which is really who we are. And it is part of the human experience to do so. But that's why prayer can help remind you of who you really are. So in other words, you know, you wake up and you're like, oh my God, how am I going to pay my bills? It's easy to just spiral into this fear and angst and anxiety because there is the appearance of zero dollars or whatever in your bank account. Or it's, you know, and that's easy to do. And I know a lot of us, you know, might go through some kind of circumstance like that. But what prayer does is on an energetic soul consciousness level, it clicks you back in to remember who you really are. Because God is not broke. God is abundant. And so if we're made under the image and likeness of God, and God is infinite, and God is all that there is, how can there be God and broke or God and lack? So when we pray, it's recognizing that, okay, all these qualities are within me, and there may be the appearance of lack, the appearance of illness, but the truth of who I am is so much more than this appearance. And so it's from that place that I'm going to go about my day. It's from that place that I awaken myself up too, you know, and, and then we, you know, we teeter-totter, you know, like, yes, it'd be mm -hmm. perfect if we could just stay in that God place, but then it's just, you keep coming back to what you know is true. And so your whole day could be a walking prayer. Okay, I'm feeling out of sorts, but I know the truth of who I am is love. And so I just open up to that love in this moment. Well, like A Course mm -hmm. in Miracles says, I forgive myself for having these thoughts. I choose love instead. And so it becomes a, a little dance. And, you know, sometimes, yeah, we've got to just break down and cry or have our little panic attack or whatever it is to get the human expression out. But then at some point, it's coming to the truth and knowing the truth. And so that's so much of A Course in Miracles, and it's so much of the work that, you know, Michael Beckwith and, and Agape teaches. Right. I love that. Because I love, I think the first time I ever really heard uh, with, is from you, with your teachings about affirmative prayer. I didn't really... You know, I knew I've been praying my whole life, and, and you know, that was what it was. And it's very different. It's a very, it's different. It's very different, but beautiful, so beautiful, that affirmative prayer. I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. So. And, you know, just to say real quick, there is no right way to pray. Right, You know, right. I mean... I've always said, if you just sat there and said or thought, thank you, or I'm grateful, that's a prayer in and of itself. Or if you just create a beautiful intention, uh, it's just affirmative prayer is a, a beautiful way or formula, if you will, to really get yourself into the fire of knowing who, who and what you are, especially if you're off track. Because sometimes just saying a little affirmation, you know, say you're sick, say you're depressed, say, and you sit there and you're like, I'm beautiful, I'm wonderful, mm -hmm. and you don't believe it, <laughs> that affirmation is not going to really do that much. So that's the help of, of what an affirmative prayer can do is get you into the fire and the belly of really knowing the truth in spite of maybe how you're feeling that day, in spite of what your thoughts are. So it's it's a, it's a valuable tool. No, I love that. And I, I love that, too, that we just kind of said that out to the listeners because there is no particular way. The only prayer is the intention to pray, and it obviously can be two seconds. I pray for you and hold you in light, or I send you blessings, right. or whatever. It doesn't have to be. you know. And it doesn't yeah. have to be a full, long, traditional prayer. You know, I mean, there are some beautiful traditional prayers that I love. I absolutely love St. Francis the St. Francis prayer. I say that daily actually. And the Our oh, Father. I love that. But yeah, I just but it doesn't have to be that. And the only thing I always say is that if someone did ask you to pray for them, to pray for them. Even if it takes two seconds and says, I hold them yes. in prayer. 
right? Because so many times I'll say to people, can you can you pray for me? And I'm like, don't forget, <laughs> I really need you to pray for me, you know? So, um, yeah, great. that's so, you know what, Tina, I'm so glad that you said that because I remember my early days of training over at Agape, they talked to us about integrity. I don't even know if I knew necessarily what that meant, but yeah, and you see it on Facebook all the time, and, and you know, social media is social media, but it's like, oh, sending you healing, holding you in prayer, and it's like, <laughs> is everyone, to, you know, and it's like, again, you don't have to sit there and take, you know, a long time to do it, but I'm like you, I'll at least close my eyes depending where I am and just take a moment and hold that space for the, if I say I'm going to do it, you know, it's like holding that space for that person, not just being like, you know, peace and blessings, sending loving, you know. Yes, <laughs> so I love yes, that you brought that up because, you know, it, it is important. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. And, you know, sometimes I, it, it is challenging with social media because you feel so bad for someone, especially if they're going through something and you just want to reach out. And it feels very, oh, it feels impersonal, but in the same point, you want to just reach out to them. Maybe you don't see them very often. I had a situation come up on Facebook recently, and it's someone I sort of know through my aunt, and it was about her daughter. So it's like really disconnected, right? And yeah. she doesn't, she doesn't um, this particular person does not put a lot on Facebook that's negative or personal at all. And she, she wrote on Facebook how her, her daughter-in-law had just gone through a double mastectomy. She's, you know, 35 years old and just to send out prayers. And I was so taken back because uh, I don't know, you know, I mean, it's just it's someone mm-hmm. in this area, like lives literally in the next town over um, and two young children. And I, I just wanted to, I didn't even know how to respond. I, I Do I call her? But I don't know her that well. And so I, you, I just took a moment and I prayed and then I wrote my post and I just said, you know, I'm there for you. I'm not far, if you know, even a meal, even whatever. And I, I, right. I, I didn't expect the response or not, but it is challenging because it, it feels so disconnected. And then I was like, wow, the how, what a what a courageous thing to ask people to pray. And she has so much yeah. faith in that. So whoever's reading that and even takes a thought, even an intention that that her her daughter-in-law would get well healing or thoughts or prayers or blessings. So it's an interesting, it's an interesting thing. It really is. Yeah. Well, it is amazing too to see, well, there's two things I want to say real quick. One, it's an amazing thing when people do like post, you know, like, as you know, my, my cat made her transition on Friday, hardest thing I've ever had to go through in my life. And I believe it or not, as much as I shut down from, and I'm still kind of taking the week somewhat shut down from all of it, as I process a very interesting grieving process. Um, But what I mean is I was blown away. You know, even my boyfriend Billy was like, you have over 200 comments. And then on another page, because I put it in different things. And, you know, and it was like I felt so supported because I think, too, sometimes, depending on what's posted, you know, one, it took a lot for me to reach out and, and say what I said. But then, too, to receive people then checking in on me and sending me private messages, uh, you know, it was so beautiful. And then the other thing I was just going to say is because so many people do ask for prayer and, hey, I, I love praying for people, what I find can help is in the morning or at night, I'll spend time. And when I go into my meditation, whether I can remember exactly all the people or not, I just even have the intention, okay, anyone that asked for prayer today or sent me something and I just... You know, or I'll even say the people on Facebook or the people that are on my client list, you know, and then I just hold the light and hold the space. So it's another way to at least be doing something that maybe you said that you're going to do, you know. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we're going to jump over to freedom just so we can like tag all these together. And so freedom, you know, obviously I, I thought about this. We talked about the Holy Week and Passover and Easter. And for me, freedom is, you know, liberation from the things that are binding you. But some but for me, and this is just for me personally, is that a lot of that freedom is the the constraints I put on myself. Like I'm not good enough. I can't do that mm. or I'm not, you know, thin enough or I have a lot of that. So for me the freedom is to really let go of the negativity and the talk so that I can really live in that beautiful place. And for me it's it's work because I, that you know, everyone has their stuff. So it's freedom and being liberated from 
all that negativity, all those, all the judgment, you know, judgment that other people put on me or that I feel they do, right? Like, there's so right. much out there. You know, it's like, are you eating the right food? Are you are you doing the right exercise? Are you do this? Don't do that, right? Um, mm-hmm. And then, of course, there's just, you know, freedom in your life. Are you living your purpose? Are you doing all the things that you want to do? Um, I mean, there's so many places we could take it on that. But for me, I think right now, that's what I'm working with with freedom is to really, you know, get rid of those little chitter-chatter that – it's really not healthy. It's, it doesn't really put me in the right place. And to be the best me is to kind of take those binds off, take those chains off. Anything for you going on for freedom or just in general? Yeah, well, I love everything that you've said because I think that so many people listening can relate to not feeling free, or maybe they haven't thought of it in the way that you've articulated, but how we do go through our day, and whether it's I'm not getting enough done, or I'm not smart enough, I'm not intuitive enough, I'm not, you know, and all all of those, uh, you know, the last guest I had on my show helped me so much, and, you know, it's so interesting, you know, we we have these shows as as guests, and, and, you know, we write these different things, and yet it doesn't mean that I don't need to be reminded, just as mm-hmm. you're saying, too. And she was even saying, she goes, I make a conscious choice to turn myself around when I'm feeling She goes, I allow myself to feel it, whatever it is. And then she goes, it's all about a conscious choice to make a difference, a conscious choice to be more clear. And that really helped me, not that I'm not doing that, and even as I said, some of my prayer work, but, you know, I feel like that can be liberating first to just surrender and accept that whatever you're going through is part of your journey. So that can be freeing right there rather than judge it. Right. And just know that really we know what's best for us. I mean, I know God, the angels know what's best for us, but sometimes it's hard, as you're saying, when other people are saying, you need to do this and you need to do that. And it's like, it's an opportunity, I find, to check in with myself. Okay, well, where do I need to be? This person's saying that and that person's saying that, but... You know, I'm the one that can turn in, put my hand on my heart and just say, what is it that I need to do? Where is it that I need to be right now? And so I feel like it's all an opportunity to to be free is to really tune in and know the answers are within each one of us and to to know that it's a process. And so some days are going to look great and maybe other days aren't. But, you know, I've always said to myself because I've said to clients, like, can I be okay with like, even like these past few days have been very emotional for me. And I'm like, can I be okay with it? That that's just what's happening right now. Because sometimes mm-hmm. if we're not giving ourselves to be permi- if we're not giving ourselves permission to be where we're at, how can we be free? You know? Right. So Absolutely. That's, that's why I've been working with it. And, and I love that it really is a liberated thing to just, and my thing too is to just say, look, I surrender and I accept what is. I may not like it. I may not like how I feel but I surrender and accept what is as I move through this to a deeper part of who I am or whatever it is, you know. And so that's just kind of how I kind of word it and feel it. And, hey, I have my shouting matches, and sometimes <laughs> I, especially the last few days, cry my eyes out because I've been grieving. But then it's like, all right, this is where I'm at. And so I'm learning so much that, like, no one can tell me that I can be anywhere else other than I am. And t- that, to me, is liberating and and really is a sense of freedom that I'm not perfect with, but I'm okay also with not being perfect with it. <laughs> right, exactly. Again, and then we come back to everything's already okay. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It all ties it's in. It's okay. <laughs> it really ties in. It all ties in. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to look. We have a bunch of people on my switchboard. Um, so I'm just going to shout out to the callers. If Blog Talk Radio changed their their um, dashboard a little bit. So if you have a question, I believe you have to hit number one, but I do have some people in the chat as well. So I do not want to pick you up if you're just listening. So I see the prompts have changed a little bit on me. I'm just working with it. Um, I do have two things from the chat. Um, Let me just go over there. And I know, Tina, unfortunately, I know you can't see this, but I'm going to pull up the question. Let's see. Okay. Let us see. Okay, so I actually know this person, and so I'm going to divert to you. (laughs) Um, We'll use initials EE. Okay. Hang on one second. 
Okay, so the question is, um, this is an interesting question. So this person is saying, I live on Long Island in a very unusual place. I live on a barrier beach in Long Island. Um, A neighbor has been coming to me and says there's spirits in her home and has had a prediction of a major storm in October of 2017. So just to kind of put this all together. I know this is a really out there question. Um, That's okay. That this area will be wiped out and completely destroyed. She has me so frantic and so fearful that she wants to put her house in the market and I'm questioning the same. So any clarity on this area of Long Island, 2017, and a storm approaching mm-hmm. in October? This is a little, little out there. But no, it's good. You know what? But I'm glad because I have so many feelings about this right now. Um, so I'm going to be human and intuitive, Tina. <laughs> okay, good. Good. Um, because you know th- this bothers me. Um, the human part of it bothers me, and I'll tell you why. Do you know how many times I've I lived in Los Angeles for 20 years, and I would have mm-hmm. psychics, people I know that are near and dear to my heart, say, if you know, don't go to LAX at this time. All the psychics say this, and you know what? Nothing ever happened. And so it gets to the point where it's like, am I going to live in fear or not? Now the irony is, these same people are like, we're so glad you're back on Long Island, and now they're like, hey, everything south of Sunrise Highway is good. There's going to be a great flood. Now I worry about your parents. And it's like, you know what? So that's why I'm saying, forgive my being a little bit like, you know, having a little bit of an attitude about it, but here comes the intuitive part that I really believe. Aside from the fact I just took, picked a Jesus healer card, which oh, is saying it. so much, um, there's always going to be predictions, but this is the thing is we live in right now. We live in, in this time and, and believe it or not, the future, the past and the present are happening right now. Now, when these things are predicted, does it mean that these psychics are wrong? Not necessarily, but when these things are predicted, do you know that a portal opens up and angelic beings come through? Do you know that people then that hear this begin to, whether it's Reiki or whatever healing modality they do or prayers, begin to shine light in those areas? And sometimes that light is so bright, it literally shifts what you could call, quote unquote, the destiny or because you can, you can, you know, yes, there's free will and that, yes, there's destiny, but there's also, you know, where we can make differences. And the more that we awaken as a planet, the more light shines and the more these prophecies, so to speak, end up not coming true. So that's kind of a twofold uh, thing there. So what I would say for for you yourself, um, and I don't remember the name, I think it was just initials, yeah, you've got to tune in, E-E, okay, this is where you have to tune in for yourself and really feel, yes, the weather's crazy, I'm not going to lie, and things, you know, uh, my boyfriend and I were going to get a place on the water, and I still would have done it, but then it ended up falling through, because uh, I know all the floods here, but at the end of the day, it's, you've got to check in with yourself and feel, where is it that you need to be? The universe protects you. If you are not meant to be in that location in 2017, then guess what? Between now and 2017, something having nothing to do with this is going to get you up and out, and you're going to be somewhere else. So I feel like to worry about it now, to go into fear about it now, is the worst thing to do. And bless this woman if that's how she wants to live, and no disrespect to her, but if that's her calling, then that's her path, and she needs to then move on. And even as I'm talking, I see all this healing energy of Jesus coming in. The masters are here more than ever. Not that the angels aren't just as, but all the work I've been doing, the ascended masters are really coming through so much more clearly, and I believe it's because they were once human, so they're the bridge between the angelic in a sense, and this earth plane, and they're coming to raise the vibration to help us with these fears. So I know mm-hmm. I kind of said a lot at once, but does that resonate? Does that, like, help or make sense? Or No, it totally makes sense to me, and it's great. And I love it, too, that you had a little a little bit human connection, too, because I never <laughs> really – no, I didn't really think about that. You know, the L.A., you have the earthquakes, and then Long Island, you're going to be dumped into the water – so um, I think I think she's going to be really pleased with it. And, and yeah, it's, again, it's kind of going back to the fear thing. We talked about fear. I mean, when you yeah. talked about earlier about uh, the Course in Miracles, about fear. So, um, so that's great. So I hope you're listening, EE. And if not, I know you'll listen and, on the podcast. 
Yeah, and and you know, at the end of the day, it's it's really about staying in the love and not giving into the fear, not to sound cliche. And I hope this doesn't sound morbid, but like I really believe when it is my time to go, I'm going to go, whether it's an earthquake in California, whether I get hit by a bus, whether I get some kind of illness, you know, now like again, I'm not trying to sound morbid, but it's like, yes, I think we have different exit points of when we can, you know, move on, but to, to be in fear because of something someone else says is you have to really check yourself and see, does it resonate true to and for me? And then also know that right now in the very present, this is an opportunity to pray for that area, to send light every day to that area, as well as to the earth, so that more and more light can be lifted and it can bring blessings to these different areas, you know? Very good. Beautiful. I love it. I love it. Bye. All right. So another person in the chat room wants to be anonymous, I, so I'm just going with that. Um mm-hmm. So, let's see, what is she saying? I'm in an amazing job, very, very passionate for about 17 years. I love my job. However, I'm just wondering if I will ever move up in the company and ever get recognized to the status that I want. So, I guess it's more about loves the job, but just not sure about if she's going to get recognized or moved moved upward in the company. I'll pull some cards, too, as you go ahead. Yeah, I'm, um, well, you know, the interesting thing is I feel a little bit of a heaviness in my heart and um trying to tune in to kind of see what in this circumstance, like why would that be? Uh, I feel like after 17 years in a company, I, you know, I question why are, why are you not being recognized in a sense? Like what, what is, is, is there a way to really create new doors to open for yourself because as much as you love it I also feel like there's 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 more out there. Now I don't know if that means more within the company or if that means more or new doors outside of the company. I'm not telling you to leave by any by any means at all, but I do also see that there's a new phase coming up for you that is the birth of something new. Uh but I feel also like it it may or has to be created by yourself. So in other words, waiting to see if they're going to recognize you, I don't think that's going to happen. However, if there's something proactive that you can do, um, and maybe it's something outside of work, but something that fulfills you and then fills your soul, and then you're getting your own recognition because of that, or if there's something you can do within the company that after all these years makes yourself recognized, I feel like that's where it has to come from. Nice. Uh, because, when, you know, do you want to jump yeah. in, Tina? Yeah, I just pulled a card yes. as you were talking, too, and I pulled the card flying, so it's like kind of getting up off your, you know, off the rocker kind of thing, and, and mm. I feel like there is movement, so I'm it's right along with you. It's it's movement, and again, I, I sort of feel like it can be within, but it might be looking at different things. Um, this particular card that I'm using, it's like this beautiful carousel horse that's lifted up with these beautiful colors and I always think of flying as you know you're getting the wings to move and to fly to get up high but also to look down on the situation and and see where there are areas that you can change so as you get above a situation you have that eyes you know what do they call that eye bird view you know to look down and and kind of look so yeah I think the, the card is perfect flying and movement so there is movement but to look around and See more expansively of where you are, either in the company to get recognized or, or perhaps outward. So yeah, we were both kind of right and, on track there. And I would meditate on it. I just want to throw that out. When I say meditate, have it be something co-creative where maybe every day you're asking your angels, God, love, whatever you choose to call it. You know, like what what's being asked? How can I seek more expression? Uh, for myself and so by making it a co-creative you know experience then there could be these light bulbs that go off or these ahas that lift you to a a deeper and bigger part of your soul's evolution so that you're going to shine brighter and make a difference and so I think that that meditation and connecting with the angels time can really help in either way it'll help but I feel like it's going to help within the company itself that's awesome 
So we do have somebody actually on the call line, and it looks like I'm going to – their number is a little interesting. It just comes up as ones. And I know sometimes that happens if you call from an outside or internationally or Skype. So right. uh, let me see if I can get them on the line. Just Technology has been a little – Strange today because it's April Fool's Day. Hold yes, on. it has. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a sec. Hello, you're on the air. Well, thank you so much for taking my call. How are both of you today? Very good. good. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. Um, I have a question pertaining to um, someone has. Um, I'm not even sure how to, how to phrase it. There is someone who has uh, had not told the truth on me, and consequently it cost me money. And now I am looking uh, forward to being uh, re-compensated um, uh, for their um, treacherous actions against me, and I'd like to know what you feel around that. Mm, okay. Well, the first thing that I feel um, is the energy is very out of balance. And so that makes sense to me, uh, granted, what has happened to you. Um, The other thing that I'm seeing is that this has been a real growing experience for you because what I see, it's like a little, well, I'll just say exactly what I see like a stabbing in the back. Like, I don't know if you didn't see it coming or if it was like this shock, but like I literally see from behind, like, boom, you know, uh, this dagger in a sense of of, of, of what has happened. Um, I see Archangel Michael right there in the, in the middle of it all. And I feel like he is going to be someone really helpful for you to get out of the anger part of things, which can be hard because, you know, forgiveness is really, really extra tough when we didn't do anything wrong and when something has happened to us. But I feel like this is going to really help you to bring balance again and perhaps get compensated by making sure that you're not in that energy of revenge or animosity or and it it takes some work it takes some work to do that but also to to heal this energy in and around your heart does that make sense that it feels like you were like caught off from behind or or stabbed in the back or stabbed in the heart so to speak oh you're you're absolutely right it wasn't i through an act of kindness and Mm. then i i received (laughs) i received this this lesson and um in terms of of um Anger. Um, surprisingly, it um, <laughs> has not been a lot, and the, mm. I, I am learning um, the lessons of, of that are presented to me because of this. But nonetheless, I am not willing to um, forego the repayment directly from this person because that is, that would be justice in this case, mm. from my point right. of view. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. I understand that completely, and I, I commend you on trying to, well, not even trying, as you said, not having the anger be as much as, as maybe it could be, uh, but to still break free from any kind of negative attachment or, like we were talking before about freedom and liberation, uh, those should be the intentions and the goals of of just bringing, well, the word balance is what keeps coming so that you can come back into balance. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of, ooh, I don't know what that noise was, it's a lot of beautiful healing energy around you. So I would keep doing what you're doing and just keep detaching from the from the energy of it um, Tina, do you have anything that... Yeah, the only, you know, it's coming up for me is, um, it's interesting because as you're speaking and we're also coming upon the full moon and, uh, which I didn't really t- talk too much about and obviously I always say I'm not an astrologer but love to talk about what's going on and what they're saying, the full moon and the lunar eclipse is Saturday and, um, they always say that mm-hmm. what's happening out there, out there, you know, is what's happening inside you 
And it's it's really bringing up our shadow right now. So we're in the shadow time. Um, And so you're, you're seeing this and you're also, it's also a lot about relationships and a crossroad. So Mm. the sense that you can see that I'm kind of tying it into all this timing that you can also see that it's a lesson. Um, And I pulled a few cards and, and it's kind of just giving us a portrait of where you are. And the first card was restriction. So you feel very restricted and but and there's also a burden. So you're feeling a burden. But but again I feel like you're in a good place. I feel like are you you feel even though this is not something that you wish to happen, that you're you're learning from it. Does that does that make sense? Oh it, it makes a lot of sense. It's it's like um I've come to to start to say that, you know, you say you want to ascend, you say you want to be spiritual, you say you want to be on a high you really don't expect it to come <laughs> come in a way like this, you know. I, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yes. And, and that's what, for me, I mean, I'm having to, not having to, I'm choosing to employ and 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 use all that I know and, and seek for more. And so it's not that I don't have access to the tools and the resources, and I know that. And that's the that's the test for me, and it you know, it has looked like you said stab in the back. I mean, it's like oh wow, this this is like are you kidding me? You know. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm also seeing that because of previous actions of, of my own, that the pieces are there. I I had put in place the pieces for my own um, salvation and retribution against their their lives they're, they're there and i'm pulling as i'm pulling them together you know i am being um it's easier for me to be in balance because i see it's all everything my my freedom is there i just have right to... mm-hmm. absolutely yep so well, I, 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 I go ahead go ahead i would just say that you're doing a great job i'm going to go back to my everything's already okay you're in this place of peace and, you know, allow yourself to be with it, be in it. And we kind of been talking about this the whole show and, um, you know, we just send you lots of blessings and understanding and just kind of being in the moment, just understanding that, you know, I used to think as, and I'm sure Tina has gone through this maybe at some point that, you know, I would be excluded from all these things. You know, if I'm such a good person and I'm a healer and, and what have you, that these Things in general wouldn't happen to me, but I am not. My my life is not any easier than anybody else's, and sometimes it's even just as challenging or harder, depending on how I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to learn to be with it, to be in it, to find the faith, to to accept, and to also really dig deep when it's really challenging. So I think you you know all this. I think you're with it, and. Um, you know, I just wish you lots of peace with this situation, but know that everything is already okay. Yeah, I, I too just want to commend you that there's a tremendous amount of healing that's happening from past lives as well. This isn't just this lifetime, which is why it feels the way that it does, but it's also how and why you've been able to rise above and see it from a new perspective and yeah, it's it's unexpected when the growth comes with such pain, uh, yet you're coming out of it really on the other side. And, and that's really beautiful because not a lot of people could see it from where you are. But I just wanted to let you know that the, the healing is, is, is multidimensional. It's not just this lifetime. And that's that's pretty huge just for your, your soul's evolution. I thank you. You're correct. And you spoke of balance and the goddess Ma'at. Uh, you know, balance uh, yes. is very much, um, you know, in my vibration and, and being called upon and, and actually part of my, my name that I carry. So, you know, you all were, were, were so much uh, correct and, and, you know, thinking, oh, it's not going to happen to me. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? Oh, well, thank- so- I know. Well, thank you so much for calling in. We appreciate it. And thank you for listening. You have a beautiful, wonderful week. I shall, and, and thank you both. This was this was nice. Thank you. Thank you. Many thank blessings. You. The same to you both. Bye bye.
Okay, Tina, we have about five minutes. I can't believe how fast. We have one more caller, so let's see if we can get them on the line. The last four digits is 3940. Hello, you're on the line. Hello, Tina. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Um, actually, that's not true, and you probably know that. Um, I do. So let me my- fill Tina Marie in. So this is another okay. Tina Marie. This is one of my very good friends, another Tina Marie. The funny oh, part is that... Oh, you got three Tina Marie. Yeah. I love it. So I'm, I'm <laughs> Tina Marie. For all the listeners, I'm actually Tina Marie as well. I just don't use my middle name. We have Tina Marie Bertoli <laughs> on the line. And then my good friend, Tina Marie, in Arizona. So if you don't mind me telling you, telling them you're in Arizona. No. So that's I know you're totally not okay. So let's... Let's talk. Okay. What, I mean, T, you know that I've been trying so hard to walk my path and live my truth and live in the moment, but I really was thinking 2015 was going to be such a fantastic year, and I just keep getting slammed left and right with not just negative things, like things that are life-changing that would bring most people to their knees. Um, Mm. Thank God for my faith and thank God for my friends and my family, but I'm just like wanting to know if like this is going to lift soon and what can I do to like I I mean I when I tuned in you guys were talking about wavering back and forth and it I just started crying because that's exactly where I am today alone four different times I was brought to tears and I was like no I'm not going to give in to this a god angels help me stay with me you know do show me what I have to do and it goes away but then it comes back again and I'm just guess I'm trying to get a feel for when this is all going to pass. So I'm going to pass. And what I can do? Yeah, I'm going to pass this on to Tina because I know I feel really, you know, obviously I know you, and it's a little more challenging. Right. We have about three yeah. minutes, so no pressure, okay. Tina. Okay. But- <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'm trying to speak really three fast. In the room. Okay. Yeah, so first, Tina Marie, it's so weird saying my name. Um, I I just want to say my heart goes out to you because my last few years have been so similar. And so, believe it or not, as a result of going through it, I have a, 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 a new take on it from a lot of the counseling I've gotten and a lot of the meditation that I've been in. Uh, and so there's no mistake that you and I are talking. There's definitely a parallel here. You, I don't want to call it tests, like God is testing you, but in a sense, what you've been, be, what you've been going and growing through is really making your soul evolve in ways that behind the scenes that you, you, you can't even quite see Yet, um, I'm seeing that to go through things to these depths is for you to have a level of compassion and understanding that you never would have had had you not gone through it. Uh, That being said, rather than saying, when is this going to end? And trust me, I say the same thing, so maybe it's a message for both of us here. Uh, It's more of surrendering and accepting it as it is, knowing that it is passing, and I do feel like it's passing, Um, And I feel like you are going to come out on the other side. The image that I see is like as if you've been drowning in a sense in the depths of that dark water, but then like, you know, and then you come up for air and then you're pulled back down. But they're showing me in spring or in spring, but they're showing me now in these next three to six months, it's like you're coming up for air again. Um, it's like you're coming up and out of the water. And I feel, too, that you've been trying to hold it all together. And, 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 and the thing is, I almost want to say, you know, don't hold it together. Um, <laughs> you know, I know that sounds crazy, but it's like, you know, I know for myself, it was like I'm trying to fix this and meditate. And sometimes you've got to throw it all out. Sometimes you have to just say, screw it. You know, and you know what? I think that could be one of the most spiritual lessons, and maybe other people would disagree with me, but it's like, you know, just knowing, okay, I got to let all this go and just, you know, I'm in this, but I do see you coming out of it. And I feel like specifically for you, I don't know why this is coming up, but I feel like getting in touch with your body, whether through it's yoga or dance, but not only that, creative stuff's coming up, the arts, expressing yourself creatively, because I feel like that's been stunted. Like on top of everything else, you haven't even been able to really create or express yourself. And, right. and even if it's something, you know, you know that that's going to be a way to just kind of plug you back in. Um, I also have cards here, believe it or not, no joke, if I could take a picture, I'd show you, that talk so guys, about we're everything. Gonna, we're going to get cut off. So I hate to do this, okay. but I know they're going to, like, kick me off. I'm looking at the streaming, and she keeps talking in my ear. Okay. So I know. I'm so sorry. I wish I wish I didn't even imagine that I could put the show on longer. But, see, I, 
So T to Marie in Arizona, T, as we call each other, I hope you got something from that. And I love you, my friend, so much. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. Thank you so much. Love you guys. Thank you. I'm sending you a big hug. welcome. Okay. Bye. Bye. So sorry, Tina. We're going to get bopped off the off the air. So Oh, that's okay. So sorry. Um, so I guess we'll just close. I just want to thank everybody, and thank you so, so very much for coming. Oh, it's been great. I really enjoyed our time together. Okay. Thank you so much. Bye, Tina. They said you wouldn't make it so far And ever since they said it, it's been hard But never mind the night you had to cry Cause you had never let it go inside You worked too hard and you know exactly what you want And need your belief And you can never give up you 